Hey, Josh. Oh, hey, Grace. Hey, John. Hey. Hi, Casey. Hi. Hi, Miles. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> it's going well. So glad to have you here today. Why, thank you. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start off our regular thing that we've been trying to start is doing a cheers wherever yeah. you're listening, either on your commute to way, on the way to work or on the way home from work, or maybe having a glass of your choice beverage with us at night. Maybe margarita. Mm. Margarita Mezcal, which is choice drink. Yes. Uh, please cheers with us. It's a great day. Happy Tuesday. Cheers. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, guys. I'm still drinking a beer at the moment. I'm working my way to the Mezcal. <laughs> what a bitch. Lame. Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. It's okay. We still love you. I'm trying to warm <laughs> up. <do>. All right. <laughs> Miles, is there any way that you can hand us like a quick note about this mezcal margarita? Please do. A note about the mezcal margarita. This one's made with arroqueño, Ooh. which I never actually had tried these margaritas with the arroqueño, and I'm very happy with it. I think it's my new go-to mezcal for this mix. But this margarita mix is really good because I, I make it at home, and it's a mountain of it's squeezed limes. Fresh. It's fresh. Love it. <laughs> who is a producer of the mezcal. The producer is Rafael uh, Jimenez, who is from Oaxaca. And then I import it, and I sell it under the, the name Sin Papeles, which, if you know Thank what you that means. Thank you for saying that instead of me having to say that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> which means, so I import it slightly under the table, so it's a little bit hidden, kind of. Sin Papeles essentially would be what you would say about somebody who came in without papers. So the mezcal is... Sin papeles, mm. the king without papers. I like it. Sick. Sick. I like it. Miles' stuff is much better than the stuff you can buy in the store, is my opinion. Yeah, it's true. Especially for margaritas and things, I believe. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. It's a good artisanal. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I've been telling conservatives all day about <laughs> Iowa and what happened in Iowa, and none of you know about it. No, it seems I had like, no idea. It's true. Like, Trump fucking crushed Iowa. Absolutely, like, obliterated everyone in the field. Um, he won every single county. I could be off on this, but I believe that's the only time that that's ever happened. That's wild. I think Trump just carries a much more name recognition than anything else. I mean, yeah, it, that's for sure. To be honest, with you, I couldn't name you like a full name of any of the other candidates off the top of my head. <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> yeah. into like conservative politics, yeah. so like I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't name you anyone else. Well, especially this early, right? I mean, like we're still getting into the. I mean, not necessarily like the beginning of the next election, but like there's still a lot more ground to be laid. Am I wrong? Like yeah. 100% Trump's going to have the ticket. Like, it's not going to not happen. <laughs> It'd be unbelievable if he didn't get the ticket. Like, I, well, yeah. I don't know how it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. He's got such a following. Yeah. And John Watson is not a fan of Trump. Yeah. And he says that. I think a lot of people villainize him just because he says some, some peculiar things from time to time. <laughs> but, <things>. like... <laughs> I don't think he's the worst thing to happen to the Republican Party because before that they were talking about how oh, the Republicans need to like be more liberal and, and then they're losing touch with the, the younger base and things like that. And I think all those theories like Trump just threw out the fucking window when he came in 
He's this, like, oh yeah, that stuff that you're talking about? Yeah, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a crazy question? Go for it, big I boy. I have this like maybe super stupid idea, but like if you have any interest in ever being president of this country, I feel like that should immediately take you off of the list, right? Because that is the worst job ever. The list you have of to make what? Of the people who can be president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do that? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know, if you ever at any point in your life were like, I think I can maybe handle that job. Nope. You're just done. You're just off. Done. You just <laughs> right because you're either like too naive or you're too stupid or you're very very narcissistic. Okay right? then. Okay. So it's among all of those choices. Okay then. What makes you a good president? Someone who doesn't want to and like isn't prepared. Yes. All right. Do you want here's that? My, here's my crazy idea, all right? Just as long as it's not a woman. You kind of <laughs> treat... <laughs> Case is going to get canceled tomorrow. <laughs> He's been canceled for a long time. Yeah. 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 Casey's um, face canceled. <laughs> <laughs> it would be our ideal. Now that everybody's turned off the podcast, I'll just continue my continue. thoughts. <laughs> um, okay, maybe we treat it kind of like a draft right to where after you hit like a level of admiration in your community his or her name is like added to a list and every few years it like comes up as a draft and you have to be a president you know you like have you are even putting no all this work in your community all. you have to assume commander in chief and that also takes charisma out of the equation entirely right because like Charisma is not actually a good indicator of if you're going to be a good president or For not. Sure, yeah. And yet, everyone who has amazing charisma out of the bunch ends up turning into our commander-in-chief. And so, I don't know. Could be crazy. Could be stupid. It's my only idea to, like, eliminate all of the corruption out of everything. So, now, you have these people, but, like, do you not, like, have all these communities where, okay, you have this person who would be the president, right? But, like, take a few different people and then people vote on that? Or you're just saying... No. Just no election. Whoever it no is, election. just take them and that's, that's who it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean... So I've, I've usually, even like with management and stuff like that, I've usually found people who want to become managers aren't usually good managers. <laughs> and usually the people you like talk into it One over like six month, nine month cent. period of time, they end up becoming like the best managers yeah. you ever have. Yeah. So, but then if there's this threat of you're going to be put into this draft of maybe becoming the president, but the, literally they were just trying to take care of their community maybe they would stop wanting to take care of their community because they don't want to be put up for that kind of task? Maybe. However, I would hope that it would be enough people added onto the list to where that's not as much of a concern. You know, if mm. I'm, like, on the list, I'm, like, on there with, like, 200K others, you know, it's... And so the odds are extremely small that I would be chosen. Would these people even know they're on the list? Or they would, would they just... Yeah, they would, yeah, have, they would have to. Yeah. Mm. I mean... I, I would prefer for like money to be removed from it almost altogether. Like you get like what to be paid for the job? No, no, no. Like all, uh, like all the money that you can get donated to your campaign and uh, stuff like yeah, that. I think all that yeah, should be removed. Yeah, like yeah. I think money is kind of corrupted politics. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah. for quite some time. Like I mean, if not from the very beginning. I'm not saying every single politician's corrupt. Yeah. But I mean, if you give me two thousand dollars to do go do a job. 
and then someone else is like, hey, I'm going to give you 100K for your campaign <laughs> if you make sure this one thing happens for me. Even if you don't imply it, if something comes up and it's against their interest, mm -hmm. in the back of my head, I'm like, well, man, you, they, they did give me that 100K. Yeah. So, like, you were I mean, thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That aspect needs to be taken out of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. That's why we're in the shit that we're in now, right? I mean, like, that it all started from something a long time ago, that that is the thing now, that everything is tied to something else, and you're only running for those kinds of purposes and not necessarily for the good of the country. Yeah, I mean, so there was that, that serial killer up in the north. Uh, I forget Ooh. exactly what his name, but it was, like, this crazy clown dude who, like, brought <laughs> basically young men and killed them. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, so, and he was, basically, he was protected by the political parties in his area. Like, whenever they would go to the, the um, report him, they're like, oh, well, he's, like, part, he, he's in politics and That's stuff so like that fucked. and knows people, and so nothing would happen to That's him. That's so Fucked. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent, and that's why money should be removed from all this yeah, shit. Yeah, like agreed. they shouldn't have that agreed. sway over things. Yeah, that man killed a fucking bunch of people because he had political protection. I mean, that's just what's known. Who knows what's not known? Mm -hmm. Just because right. money is involved in all right. that. Yeah. Mr. Miles Dyson, I would love to hear any of your thoughts on this. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy, <clears throat> guest speaker. Um. It's complicated, but I also think these are some terrible ideas. Okay. Yeah, here's why. So, first of all, charisma-wise, I think it's a huge job of the president to have charisma. Because a leader like that needs to bring people behind him and even make things that maybe aren't in your own best interests mm -hmm. feel yeah. like you're still doing the right thing. So, charisma's massive. Okay. I mean, even communication when it comes to communicating with other countries, having charisma with other leaders. Like, the president has to be able to go into those relationships and just blow it away. And charm people, yeah. Yeah, sure. and mm -hmm. charm people, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I think that in that way, yeah, charisma's massive. It doesn't mean that they don't make the best decisions or promote the right things, and that's where you have to look at candidates, but charisma's huge. I think without charisma, it's it's you you're not going to be a good president or could be a good president so that being said and i agree with you in that aspect um there is a certain amount of um almost salesman mentality to have in that because you have to be able to um get people on your side and make sure that they trust you and that kind of thing do you have a different solution than what we have already talked about hmm. or <laughs> or can i ask you another question are you happy with our current system oh Hmm. You'll have to give me some time on this one. Uh, okay. I would like to jump into that, though. Like, I mean, so I, I think, like, two-party systems, I mean, it can be more, but, like, since there's so much money involved in it, it's a two-party system, essentially, in the U.S. And right. no one really gets exactly what they want. You kind of sure. get, like, a muddled-down version of what you want. It's like you walked into a place, and you're like, Hey, I would like a drink, and then they just pour like a little bit of everything they have in there into one. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what the fuck even is this? Like, well, it's even like the past several elections. I mean, I can. Um, I've had a table beer before. I can remember all the way back to like uh, Dick Cheney versus Obama, right? Uh, they went against each other, Dick Cheney and Obama. Cheney was George Bush's vice president. Right, but he ran at some point. No, it was Obama and McCain. What, who was he ever the vice president? Who, who's the vice president for George Bush? For the second time. No, for yes. both. Both of them. Yeah. I swear to God, I swear. Okay. Anyways. I mean, 
I mean, it was entirely possible he was in the primary. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, this was a long time ago. But I do remember all this time ago uh, hearing adults talking about how you're literally just picking the better evil, right? Like the one that wasn't, like you were like, I really don't like either, but we're going to go with what I feel like is the lesser evil. Yeah. Right? And that's how it's been like my, uh, for my most understanding of the election, there was never like a clear choice. It was like, this is the lesser evil and we're going to go that way because I really just don't think this person is going to be the one. Right? And so it hasn't ever been in my experience, a like clear cut, I like this one over this one. It was like, well, this one just seems like it may not go as bad. Well, is there another path or is this our our smartest option, right? To just right. have a right. lesser of two evils. So right. like in Germany, um, I don't remember exactly how it works, but you can vote for like a bunch of different people. And then basically if you're, how I believe it works is like, if your number one pick gets knocked out, then it goes to your secondary pick and your third pick and then the fourth pick and so forth. Oh, it's almost so like, like, a, a, like a rack, like, yeah. right? Yeah. But then, like, those house seats can go to those candidates <laughs> no. and stuff like no. that. So th- there's a little bit more, like, a duality. Like, you can, well, I really want this person, but you mm-hmm. don't want, like, it's like voting for the libertarians. So, like, okay, even if you really like the libertarians, you're like, well, I don't want to throw my vote away, so I'm just going to vote for the Republicans. Mm-hmm. It's more in line with what I believe. But if you did that over there, it would go down to your next choice mm-hmm. um, and so forth. So then that is the difference between here and there, because if you vote for like a Ryden or a liberal or something like that here. Yeah, I, I think it's basically should change. like your vote doesn't even matter yeah, because I, either you vote Republican or Democrat or your vote doesn't mean anything like that's never going to fucking happen. Yeah, I, I think it should definitely be changed, though, to, yeah, to I mean, agreed. I mean, back then when it was originally created, like only like the landowners could like vote. So, I mean, it's it was a lot mm. less people actually mm-hmm. voting. Mm-hmm. And so, like, interesting, maybe it made more sense back then. But with nowadays, you just have such a wide group of people voting. You, you just get like a basically a muddled down version of whatever you want. Like you mm-hmm. don't really get whoever you want. No, I mean, yeah, I think you're making sense. Yeah. A two party system though, I think does provide a little bit more clarity in some ways. And that is if you have more parties, so let's say you had six parties. I also think that it would be challenging to represent, to have a, a body of people represented on a bigger scale. For example, if you had just somebody who was like representing all inner city and you had somebody who was representing all farmers, there'd be a little bit of a, a disconnect between, you know, mm-hmm. the farmers would vote for this person and the inner city person would vote for this person and then the, the hippies would vote for this person. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, that's kind of how I feel where sure. a two party system does mm-hmm. provide a little bit of clarity when it comes to, okay, these are the major issues. And then they have to cover a bit more of like, this is what I represent for not just this people, but for the entire country. So, it does force candidates, I think, to to open up their uh, understanding or their presentation or their uh, what their campaign is, what they're mm-hmm. running on, way more to to just broaden it because they need votes from all kinds of people, and they're going to have to represent all kinds of people when it comes down to what happens. Uh, sure. So you open that up to too many parties, and then it becomes a little bit more, I think, of uh, of smaller, singular issues that people are very passionate about. Mm-hmm. Is would be my fear with them with the multi-party system. I mean, you can have varying parties. Like, I mean, even people in the Republican Party now, I feel like over time the parties have gotten like 
more extremists in their groups, and so they're less likely to, to vote all the time on every single topic. Yeah, can I expand on that? So I actually, I'd like to ask a question to you specifically, Mr. Miles Dyson. Um, Let's go. Also, I would just like to say I appreciate highly, I've never heard anybody articulate any positives in having a two-party system yeah. <laughs> yeah. until sure. just now. That is like literally like the first time I've ever heard right. a strong argument yeah. Let's yeah, go. on a two-party system. Uh, so, John Watson mentioned the, like, extremification, right, in Iowa, right? Uh, so, Trump, he ended up with about half of the vote, and all of the other candidates had to split all of the other half of the vote. Our two-party system currently is having that issue, especially in, like, the primaries. A lot of the candidates who were on the Hillary Clinton or on the Joe Biden end of, like, the issues had to quit because if they stayed in the race, it was going to cause half of the votes to be split up in between candidates who were like too close in their ideas and then the extreme candidates who appealed to a higher amount of individuals attracted a huge amount of their own votes, right? Am I explaining this yeah, coherently? Are. And yep. so how does all of this play into it, right? Like is the ultimate outcome going to be essentially from here on out extreme candidates only? Yeah, good question. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I have a good articulated answer for that one. <laughs> I'd have to think about it for a moment. So I could sit here in silence and, and devise something. But um, well, okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll ask another question. Okay. Everybody just automatically assumes extremes are a negative, you know. But yeah. are they a positive? <laughs> yeah. Well, in a way, yes. Because if you do want somebody who is going to put their neck out for what you believe in and and you're going to vote for them for that reason then you want somebody who's serious about making what the issue is actually happen yeah so i would say in that way it probably is positive because you would say okay this is my list of of essentials and this is what i believe should happen with this country and this person says it's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and like to the extreme to where they're they're jumping up and down they are gonna make this happen for me so that's why i would vote for them and that's why i would and i i think we would all kind of agree with that too where if there is a candidate who is on the extreme side of what you believe in and that you think should happen, you would vote for them. And you believe in that. And you want that to happen with the country. So I think if the majority of the people in the country want want that extreme or that something to happen, then that's why they're voted or that's why they should be voted into that position. So yeah, I think in a way, candidates who are more on the extreme side of topics aren't necessarily a bad thing, but it's a representation of what the country hopefully wants. And that's why we vote to figure out what direction the people want the country to go. So I have an also interesting thing to ask you. At least I think it's interesting. So, okay. <laughs> right, so when, uh, when Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt stepped down and didn't rerun for president, even though people wanted him to, and he let Taft take over. And then Taft ran the country for a number of years. Taft. And, yeah. That Taft. Yeah. Only president got guy. stuck in his bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's when they invented Lafty Taft, yeah. remember? Uh, and so they wanted Teddy Roosevelt to run, but the, they, uh, I, I don't know exactly what, what happened, but I know he didn't get the Republican nomination. So he formed his own party and ran against Taft and then basically split the Republican vote in the process. And then Wilson ended up like winning the presidency because of it, because the that vote was split because 
there's such a divide in the parties. Like, do you think that's possible with the Republican Party coming up? I mean, not not this year. I'm just saying, like, after that. Right. Yeah, I think that's possible. I mean, of course, it's, it's happened. You said so. Yeah. It's, it's possible. But I, but it would be essentially what I would consider a, at that point. It's a multi-party system, right? Yeah. Is what you guys were talking about earlier. Which does split the split the votes of one party and goes to the other. So yeah, that's part of the value of I think that the, what I was saying earlier, the two party system keeps a little bit of that more together. Dude, I was not expecting anybody to explain <laughs> explain the two party system. <laughs> Maybe we needed you here In tonight, Miles Tyson. Wow. <laughs> so I'm so just like blown away by that. Yeah, I think you explained it well. I don't know as much about politics, but it's just, uh, to me, every time there's an election year, just a fucking shit show. <laughs> yes, always. It is a shit show. I am not excited yeah. about no, an election year at all. at all. I feel like it I've It makes like, me, like, anxious. Yeah, I've, I have, like, as just connected yeah. with, like, all of the people around me again who all stopped talking mm-hmm. to me around the last, <laughs> last election, and everything's going so yeah. good. <laughs> And then here it is again. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk politics again. <laughs> Did you lose friends over the election? Oh, yeah. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. You need to say something? I, I was going to say, that's the reason why I like my generation so much is because whenever it comes to election season, we don't talk about like politics at all. Because our generation, we don't really care about like politics. No, that's really. not yeah, I have something to say about that. Uh, I have to say about that. <laughs> that sucks. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah, agree a little bit. Like, I think even our generation was a little bit like, uh, this is rough. We should kind of stay out of it. This is crazy. But if you're not at least somewhat into it and trying to understand it, it's hard to be of this world and this country like it you have to know something about it and at least have some kind of heart for it whether or not it's for what's happening right now you have to be somewhat involved and so just being ignorant to it is not necessarily the way yeah i think bernie sanders and trump helped you ignite kind of the younger people to totally. actually yeah, grasp exactly. and totally do it. Yeah. And, and Bernie I mean, I, Sanders for me, I was like, yeah, Bernie, yeah. let's go. I mean, you, you <laughs> need someone who has like new ideas, who doesn't get up to the podium and say the exact same thing as every other exactly. person in the yeah, room. For sure. And that's exactly why my generation liked him so much because he wasn't like every other person in politics. He was a completely different person. Sure. But that also means that people of your generation have to talk politics and figure things out and be like, a part I will, of the I will shit. Ever since he was like in office when he ran i think our generation has gotten more involved with politics but there's still a lot of people like me who just don't want to deal with it okay can i tell you a story do it uh the first year that trump ran and he was running against hillary um we were going to beer night with Josh and John. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if she's going to take the story there. She did. <laughs> Spoiler. It's not going to look good for me. No, because he voted for a woman. <laughs> we, were, we were sitting at a table of, like, probably, what, 15, 16 people. Yeah. Uh, it was election night. It was, it was when they people. were, like, it was the night that they were, like, divvying up all the ballots and everything like that. The four of us were there. Uh, Josh's mom was there. I think your brother was there. 
everyone was watching like Trump's votes just like tallying up and tallying up and tallying up. I remember. It was so crazy. Dude, everyone was so stressed out and they were like, how the fuck is Trump winning? This is terrible. Something is wrong with our country. Like, this is so bad. Okay, but, okay. Because he's not a woman. No, 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 no. It was not that. It was not that. So you have to understand on like on the front page of oh, the no. New York Times at that time, a newspaper who had a lot of credibility. Now you know, not so much. But like, <laughs> it's a toss up. at the time, it was like it was like truth in print. Nobody questioned anything out of yeah. the New York Times except for the crazies. <laughs> now everybody, including me. <laughs> questions in here guys. but like but they've been okay. by by Dude, the penis the, rocket man so the times like had her odds they want they wanted her to win election day at yeah. like 95 percent mm. or something it yeah. was insane it was like nobody I mean, had I ever i think everyone was a little bit surprised like yeah even the trump voters were a little bit surprised that like it actually worked out well anyways long story short everyone was super pissed that the numbers kept showing that Trump was going to win. And Josh and John were, like, literally beside themselves of, like, oh, my God, Trump's going to fucking win. What the fuck is happening? I mean, you even looked at your mom and you were like, Mom, what the fuck is happening? And she was like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I can't believe she's not winning. And Casey and I were literally just, like, looking at each other and we were like, we voted for him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I don't know how I didn't know. I don't know like how, we how I thought like. We like anything. Like yeah. the entire night. Everybody was like freaking out. And we were like, we're just going to sit here quietly and watch it happen. So I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm just as surprised that he won the first time as he didn't win the second time. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like. I didn't know that. Yeah. I yeah. mean. You didn't know that he didn't win last time? <laughs> what? Oh, interesting. What? He's not president? Fuck. He's <laughs> like, who's this old guy eating ice cream and kissing How little kids? How is he going again? <laughs> Who is he? I thought he was like a spokesman for Trump. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. I mean, personally, I don't think it's going to go in favor of my party, even though I'd love for them to win. Uh, I feel like it's never going to go in the favor of the party you ever want for the rest of forever because it's just we're in alien territory now and nothing fucking makes sense. (laughs) I I think either way what happens, like Trump's going to be out for fucking blood. Yeah. Uh, I have a strong question for you, John. Okay. Okay. So in these comments of yours, you've hinted at if there's a non-establishment candidate in your party, it's just not happening. Yeah. You know, you're never going to end up as their candidate. I mean, I don't think it's ever about that. I don't think it's ever happened with the Democratic Party, period. I think it's only happened with the Republican Party. Are you okay with that, though? I mean, I I understand you, you have to come together. Like, it's like, okay, if all of us were running for president and I knew, like, Miles was going to win, I would throw some of my support behind Miles. I wouldn't, like, you know what? Screw Miles. I'm going to do my own thing. Like, I would throw my weight behind Miles and... Miles Dyson for president. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That job. Taxpayer funded my skull. Let's go. He's <laughs> <laughs> sending all of our money to Mexico. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right. Probably, probably wouldn't get elected on that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Send our money to Mexico. <laughs> 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 
Miles, if you were president, would you tear down the wall? No. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I wouldn't. I mean, there there has to be some kind of structure somewhere, does it not? Yeah. I mean, I mean there's not to. between like Canada and the U.S. I mean, doesn't have to be, but I mean, I. But there's think, still like, that the, structure uh, there for a reason. It's all a facade. That wall is not stopping anyone from coming across the border. It's just like to show your thing. Like, okay, it's like when you go through the airport security, you have to take your shoes off. You have to go through a thing. Like, that's not actually stopping anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I hope it is. It, it's, it's all like a, it's all it's all a theater. Like it, it's all there for show. I think it used to be more of a facade, but but it's they've they've cut down a lot on that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think to make it more efficient okay. and. Like, and I mean, we got we got stuff coming back from Texas visiting you because we had snacks in our bag and because there were aluminum bags in our backpack, our carry on, we got stopped and they like they tested it for gunpowder. Okay, so (laughs) you only bring it able to bring it, and they made me take all my clothes off. Again, (laughs) I know that isn't actually stopping anything. I was not okay with that. They do that to me every time. Normal, see, right? They just want to know what you're hiding. That's because you wear a drug rug to fucking Mexico. No, I have, a, I have an amazing story that I would love you to have about your daughter about miles in Mexico. She's so cute in it. She is super cute in it. <laughs> like, okay, so... Okay, so you're only allowed to bring in, like, a certain amount of liquid. Okay. Why couldn't you just pay for 20 people's tickets and then have them bring in enough liquid to combine whatever you need to? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, I mean... That's a good point. Yeah, it makes it sure. difficult, but it doesn't stop it altogether. Yes, it hasn't happened since then, but also, like... At the time, there wasn't a precedence where they were, like thought that would ever happen. Is when people hijack planes, they would like just hold like a ransom and then drop them off at a random airport. Like that never was an occurrence mm. before commercially. Like mm. no one thought that was ever going to happen. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying someone shouldn't have like, until seen something a potential. fucking happens. We never expect it to happen. Yeah, right? exactly. Have exactly. you been on a flight recently? Uh, yes. Not the past couple of years, no. So my recent flight, it's been a little while. My international flight, they they never checked my ticket at the when I got on the airplane. Whoa! I really? Just, I just looked at a camera, and it turned green. Really? Whoa! Yeah. That's scary. I haven't been on. I don't know if I've I like never that. been on an international flight. Yeah. I've but, never been on a like national flight where they didn't check my ticket at the security and the gate. Yeah, the security they did. They looked at it. They just look at uh-huh. it to see where you're going, and then when you get there, you just kind of stare at the thingy, and it goes ping. Weird. And Weird. And like picking up kids and stuff too, and like putting their faces That's in the fucking thing. crazy. Dude, no. That's yes. so God. cool. How but, do they know the kids' faces? Uh, passport what? pictures. Why was why was I, I talking about that? We're, Just we're talking about or? like the wall. Like I mean, how oh, I yeah. didn't think. Yeah. Like okay, yes, it makes it harder for people to get in there, but exactly, you're you're putting people to the extremes now. So now they're going through, like, uh, through worse organizations to try to get in, and then they might not end up, or they might end like in like basically being enslaved for the rest of their life to get into the U.S. type thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, you're making it you're making it difficult for them to get in, but it could make everything worse ultimately in the long run. Worse for who? Worse for everyone. Because what? then you yeah. have people that are tied to like even if they don't want to be, they're tied to that organization now because they're in debt to them. So then they have to pay that money back to them, mm-hmm. and they might do things they wouldn't have done if they could have just mm-hmm. crossed the border in the mm-hmm. first place. Because the Mexican border, there was a huge amount of people like would cross and, and come over all the time. It, it's it was just a huge kind of flow in and back 
inner forth between the two nations. But and do you never, you don't see any negative at all of having that border just completely open? You don't see any negative of having that border free flowing? I, I think it'd be better without a wall than with one. Like, I think the Ooh. wall is just a facade. Like, it, okay, okay. Look down in Florida where they made it, like, basically they took out the uh, illegals from, like, the fields and stuff like that. Um, and so they had to find, like, Americans who would actually take the job, but they couldn't find any Americans who wanted to actually work mm. those farms. Mm -hmm. Because, sure. I mean, it's hard-ass work and it's not a lot of money. And then, so, ultimately, if you hire a bunch of people and pay them enough, all your produce is going to go up in price. Okay. Even though I don't necessarily agree with you on everything, John, I will say that, essentially, people are addicted to really cheap stuff. Mm-hmm and yeah for sure if you are addicted to cheap stuff you really need cheap labor can i add something in there i, I think it just goes yeah. it just keeps going back further up the chain because also mm -hmm. part of that problem is why don't people want to work i mean they, we, we we are talking about a country where people are like there's no work and now they're not willing to go work for less wage i think that's broken first oh yeah 100 mm percent -hmm. It's because they're getting unemployment, and they can make. There was a time. I remember there was a time when my brother could make more on unemployment than he was actually working mm -hmm. his job. Right. So a bunch of his friends like almost volunteered to quit or or whatever it took for them to get that. Yeah. And then he just had to pick up all their slack and keep rolling. So, I think that's part of the broken system too. Is yeah, we're we're addicted to cheap stuff, but we're also addicted to things coming really easily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. In terms of like a political conversation, as bad as it's possible for a political conversation to go, I think we ended this in another agree to disagree kind of way. Although sure. actually, I think I I think I just agree with Miles. I think <laughs> he, uh, he crushed me on because I won the argument. I, I think he's won every single argument tonight. Unfortunately, yeah. I also kind of destroyed the argument that true. I tried to make. Miles, so I'm fine. so glad you came out. Come anytime. <laughs> <laughs> but like not really. <laughs> See what happens when you invite your smart friends? Um, my name is Josh. You can find me at avoidohio.com. I'm Gracie. You can find me in Gracie, Union County. My name is Casey, and you can find me drinking children's tears. And Miles, how do we find you? You can find me at... Are we talking about Instagram or...? Anything. Anything oh, you nice. want to find you. Anything uh, you want to push. Uh, oh, I want to push everything. Mm -hmm. The Fine Mescal Co on Instagram. Co right. means company. Mm. But also, if you have uh, some martial arts scenes, how could we find you there? Mm. Up-level martial arts. Pineville Matthews, specifically. Cool. And what about just like your needs? Do you have an Instagram <laughs> of just yourself? My you Instagram <laughs> is milesdice underscore dyson4. There we go. But really, you should follow his wife because she posts some really mm -hmm. cool sexy gym poses. She is... <laughs> If you are a female, I invite you to follow my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my wife said sexy jump. The fit life underscore Abigail. She's awesome. Mm, she is. <laughs> All right, John Watson. You can find my dogs on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>